title of this episode is called Holiday. If you guys are familiar with this title already, then go you because you're an OG pop punk lover or you're a poser. Either way, um, for those of you who do know the song Holiday, it is sung and performed by the awesome well-known band Green Day. And I figured it was going to be pretty, I guess, fitting with this episode because Cameron and I were both on trips and talk about it. So definitely stay tuned to hear about all our fun adventures. We're back. And guys, this is the three, two, one countdown for the lifespan of all the dirty little secrets. After this, we only have two episodes left in the final three. Sad day, but also not that sad. Like Joe and I talked about last time. I mean, this has been a lot of fun. We're really proud of what we did. And again, it's not like a permanent goodbye anyways. There'll be the occasional check-in, I'm sure. Just not, For you sure. know, as frequent, not not near as frequently as, as it has been yeah. throughout the duration of this podcast. Exactly. But... One cool thing about having bigger breaks is there's more to talk about. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, we're not really doing the whole commercial thing anymore, so... Not really, unless we want to stick it at the very end and have nobody listen to it at all <laughs> when the thing ends, so... You know, what's, you know what's crazy, Joe? Did you see that, not the most recent one that we posted, but the one before that actually had, like, almost 30 listens? Really? Yeah, out of nowhere. It's like, it was our first one with more than 20 listens and... Like, almost all season. It was so weird. random. Right? That's what I thought, too. Weird. Who knows? Maybe someone... What even was that episode? What did we talk about? I don't know. It's been so long. (laughs) Jesus. I really don't even remember what that one was. Was that the short one? The 45 one? Uh, It's a good question. I have no fucking clue. All right. Cool. Well, good for that one. Right? Um, but yeah, so we're not really gonna bother with the, uh, with breaking the episodes up anymore, which is fine. I mean, it makes it easier on Joe and I anyways, when it comes to editing these things. So that's cool. But, uh, to not get completely sidetracked and forget the point that I was trying to make, cool thing about bigger breaks is more to talk about. And today's episode has a lot to talk about. Uh, Joe and I both did some traveling in the last couple weeks. Joe's Thanksgiving was spent with her family, but right after that, you went to Florida with your girlfriend and their family, and you mm-hmm. did what? Disney World, Universal, Epcot, like the whole shebang, right? Yeah, pretty yep. much. And then I spent I spent my actual Thanksgiving in Toronto, Canada, with our mutual friend Melissa, um, and then also last week, I not only was summoned for jury duty, but was selected for jury duty. So, he's Cameron uh, special. So I will talk about that process as well, which, honestly, guys, way more interesting than you might think. And I know that there's some of you fucking weirdos out there who, uh, for whatever reason, want to serve on a jury at some point. Uh, you know, you you probably actually will still want to after I tell you about it, but I will say I'm very grateful that my case was as short as it was because the... Um, the bailiff for our case when we wrapped up because we wrapped up pretty early she told us that her very first case she ever worked at that job went until 2 a.m jesus christ and the day starts at 8 a.m oh god yeah and i'm willing to bet that her position is salary well that's nice i guess (laughs) like that would be so shitty could you imagine just like, like, yeah, you were there for a 24 hours, but we're only going to pay you for the regular amount that uh, that you get anyway. Yeah, it's just... But yeah, so we've got a lot to talk about. Um, I figure let's go ahead and start off with talking about our trips, maybe. I'll start first, just because I also have jury duty to talk about. That way people we can break it up. You know, I'll talk about mine, talk about yours. Um, Works for that me. Way, that way you all don't have to listen to my voice for however the fuck long it takes me to talk about Toronto. It's just and, so angelic. And know? jury duty. Such an angelic voice. <clears throat> yeah, guys. So uh, I went to Toronto two weeks ago, and uh, it was pretty cool. I'm just going to say that right off the bat. I'm my first really time ever down. in Canada. 
What? I'm already really fucking jealous. <laughs> the poutine, though. Oh, man. Did you see the photo that I posted on Instagram yesterday of my cheese pull from my poutine? Because I posted my food pics from Toronto. Well, I saw the cheese pull from the story. Well, a oh, cheese pull from, okay. the, from not the story, the snap Ooh. that Melissa sent me. And I was like, fuck off. Because no, I, it's not even that one. It's a different really? one. Because I also had one. poutine, but there was no fucking cheese pull. <laughs> the cheese was yeah, hard your, as shit. Anyway. Your, your poutine did look a little disappointing. No, it was so sad. Time. Anyway. Anyway, continue. I'm going to look yeah. this up while you talk. Yeah, definitely look it up. Uh, you will see my face in the photo with the cheese pull, which is how you will know which one it is. I think it's near the end. But yeah, so I uploaded all the food pics to Toronto. And I also uploaded um, a lot of the scenery that you know we saw while we were in Toronto, guys. So if you want to check that out, just go to my Instagram. If you don't know my Instagram, I, you know what? Honestly, I'm just going to assume that if you're listening to this podcast, you know my Instagram. So... Don't really see the point in promoting myself. <laughs> did you find it? Is that what that nod was for? I'm reading your caption. Ah, what was? But I did caption? find the post. Yeah, very I long. I don't. Yeah, that's my style. You know, long captions for sure. Uh huh. And long hashtags, guys. Long hashtags are where it's at. Got to stake your claim to be the first to use a very unique hashtag. I'm probably, you know, the the sole owner of many a hashtag on instagram um but yeah so toronto was cool i got there by myself actually initially on a wednesday because melissa didn't come in until quite a few hours after me so i had the fun of navigating a foreign country's transportation by myself and making sure i didn't fuck it up mind you you know that wouldn't have been such a big deal if i had service on my phone but as is the case with most any foreign country you're going to go to, you're not going to have service unless you want to pay out the ass for it. And I didn't want to buy like a localized SIM card anyways, just for a few days. Cause I don't know, like if I go to another country, I really like to use it as an opportunity to just kind of zone out essentially. And, and really just like take in my surroundings and basically live in the moment. Right. Like I don't want to spend a lot of time on my phone if anything, I would just use my phone for navigational purposes and, and maybe some research, like looking things up to do. Um, but while I was at the airport, I had to like figure out how to get closest to my Airbnb, or not Airbnb, like our hotel. Because um, <laughs> using like an Uber or some shit like that was fucking expensive for me. I bet. It was like 80 bucks just to get to the to the hotel from the airport and it was only like i think at the time i got there was like a 45 minute drive when melissa got there it was only half an hour because like no one was on the road so pretty easy for her and it was a lot cheaper for her too i think she said hers was like 50 bucks Mm. but anyways i took the train into downtown toronto takes about 25 minutes and it's only 12 dollars so that's pretty good right there and then, luckily, I was able to use the Wi-Fi, because they have Wi-Fi on the train. Oh. Um, I was able to use the Wi-Fi to look up directions from the station that I stopped at to the Airbnb walking. Mm. Ho- I'm just going to call it a hotel. To the hotel, just walking directions, which were really simple. It was like, turn right on this street, turn right on this street, turn left on this street. That's it. Sick. So, walked like 20 minutes in, you know, some nice, crispy, 45, 50 degree weather. It's a little bit chilly, not going to lie. Um, but I got there no problem. And it was a pretty nice place. It was tiny, but the bathtub was fucking massive. I think I even sent you a photo of it, didn't I? Yeah. 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 Did I take a bath that first night? Yep, I did. Melissa wasn't there, so I was like, I'm just going to take full advantage of this and have a, have a nice little soak. A little uh, soak in the tub. Yeah, and that is, that's not only, like, the biggest bathtub I've ever seen in a hotel, that's the biggest bathtub I've ever, like, been in, period. Damn. Like, that is how big that thing was, so it was very nice. Um, but yeah, so I just had to kind of, like, figure out what to do that first night, because I didn't want to stay indoors the whole time, uh, especially because I got to the hotel at, like, 6.37, and I still needed to eat dinner. Yeah. So I went to a place downstairs that did sushi and tacos. <laughs> a combination that would definitely normally... Make me reconsider uh, picking there. <laughs> but I went there. Yep. 
I went there, though, and they had, like, a 45-minute wait just for me to get a table. Damn. So I was like, okay, well, that's normally a good sign, especially since it's just, like, a random Wednesday, right? Yeah. And this place that we stayed in, there was so much construction going on. So it's like, you're not getting there unless you're walking, pretty much. Weird. Yeah. Um, so the popular spot, and uh, I see why now. It was really good. They also give you a 10% discount if you pay with cash. Oh. So quite a few places, actually, in Toronto were offering discounts if you pay cash and not card. Really? Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. But, like, there was one place we went to for dinner one night, and they went up to the register and they're like, hey, do you guys do a discount for cash? And I was like, man, it must be that prevalent if people are even, like, asking the cashiers if they do a discount for cash. Interesting. Yeah. But I had a couple sushi rolls and a fish taco, which uh, Toronto is actually kind of known for fish tacos. Hmm. That's not something I would ever guess. Right? I'm not kidding, Joe. Best fish taco I've had since I was a kid in Mexico. Really? Yeah. And I, by the way, guys, when I say a kid in Mexico, I mean, like, a kid visiting Mexico. Cameron was family. raised in Mexico. He's actually, <laughs> like, half Mexican on his stepfather's side. I don't fucking know. My stepfather's yeah. side, huh? The, the, the one Suddenly my mom about. just remarried. Yeah. <laughs> From way back in the day, you know? <laughs> Oh, man. But, yeah, uh, I'm not kidding. I, like, blew my mind. I love to go get fish tacos wherever I see them just because I've always just kind of been trying to find, like, the fish taco that makes me think of Mexico again. And I'm literally not kidding. It was that good. Damn. And their sushi rolls were the fattest I've ever seen in my life, too. They were chonky. Is that what you sent me? The yeah. big The big boys? Yeah, they were yeah. chonky. I couldn't even eat them. Like, I couldn't even eat a piece in one bite. That's how God chonky damn. they were. Yeah. So, definitely a good spot. I also got takoyaki while I was there. Oh, shit. Dude. Was it good? This, this place is fucking fire, man. <laughs> like, if I ever go back to Toronto, I'm making it a point to go back to this spot. It was that good. Damn. Yeah. Like, the the chonkiest of the rolls I had had lobster in it. Like, actual oh, lobster. Oh, uh, lobster. Yeah. yeah. That sounds divine. I've never even thought about lobster in anyway. <gasps> so fucking good dude but yeah so uh after that though i was so damn full that uh i just went and posted up in the hotel the rest of the night while i waited for melissa just got my book out did a little bit of reading guys i read now it's really fucking weird wow it is weird i know my mom saw all the christmas books on my on my list and she was like since when did you start reading (laughs) um I was like, uh, since, since this year, because <laughs> it's a really new thing for me, guys. I've never been one to read for leisure. It's not, not my cup of tea, typically. I'm the guy who prefers the movie over the book. Like, unless it's Percy yeah. Jackson. Just kidding. <laughs> never read it. Never will. It's not, um, <laughs> it's not for me. Not for me. I'm not a, I don't think I'm like a huge YA fan anymore. Really? Yeah, YA is young adult, just FYI, guys. For all those people who don't read, you know, <laughs> just so you know. You never know. You never know. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think it would need to be, like, a story, but I feel like so much YA is also focused on, like, a love story, and I don't really care about mm-hmm. that. Like, Hunger Games was fucking dope because she was still killing people, you know? And also, I was, like, ten years younger when I read Hunger Games, so that's also a big part of it, too. Same with Divergent. No. But now, I just don't think that I could get into YA as much. Like, I want... I want more... I don't know, like, what I'm trying to say, but... A lot of the books that I that I put on my list are books that are, like... You know, a lot of people are like, this will give you the fucking heebie-jeebies. Mm. Like, this will creep you out. There's killing, like, graphic depictions of violence, stuff like that, you know? So an on-your-edge, like, on your on the edge of your seat kind of just For sure. graphic novel. The, the book that I'm reading right now, it's called The Cipher. It's about a woman who was kidnapped and sexually assaulted when she was 16 years old. This is fiction, by the way. It's fiction, not true. <laughs> this is real life. Based on a true story. So she was kidnapped and assaulted when she was 16. She escaped her kidnapper. He never found her. And then, like, ten years later now, she's a special agent. Oh, yeah, you were telling me about this. Yeah, she's a special agent in the FBI. 
And I will, I'll tell you guys the start of the book, basically, because I'm not giving anything away. This is just how the story goes, and you read it in the first two chapters. Um, so one day she's out for a run. These two dudes see her. They jump her, and one of them is recording it on his phone. But she's a special agent, so she knows how to defend herself. And even though this dude who jumped her is a lot bigger than her, she basically like has him begging for his life. And it's all captured on the phone and they upload it to the internet and it goes viral because she's an FBI agent. And suddenly her kidnapper from all those years ago sees it in the news, recognizes her. And now that he knows that she is still in the area, he knows, you know, what she looks like, what her name is now because she changed her name as well after the assault. Um, he, because he could never find her after she changed her name. That's why he wasn't able to see her again. But now that he knows all that, he starts basically coming up with a plan to reel her in to an actual FBI investigation so that he can catch her and finish what he started. Goddamn. Yeah. So it's been really good so far. If you've watched Criminal Minds, it's so easy to, like, picture everything happening. Um, So, yeah. Great book, though. Really entertaining. But yeah, I just thought it was funny. My mom was like, since when do what you... What are you doing? She literally goes, sorry if I'm being a little skeptical here. I'm just not used to this. It's like, yeah, mom, neither am I, so it's fine. I get yeah. it. Um, but yeah, so I read my book. Melissa came in that late that night. I'm not sure I ever fell asleep before midnight this whole trip. Like... <laughs> Valid, though. I was just like, oh my god. I really don't think I ever got more than, like, six hours of sleep a night either. Because the first night that I was back home in Indy, I slept for, like, ten hours. It was glorious. Sounds delicious. And I woke up. My body was so sore that day. I bet. So sore. Like, felt like I'd been hit by a truck sore. Actually, it felt like I had just gotten done playing bubble ball at Topgolf that one night. I still have that picture on my phone. I felt like I did after Ari and I, like, made it to the finals of that tournament. That is how sore my body was. <laughs> then I went to work trying to lift all this heavy shit. Oh, my God. Oh, dang. Wasn't a good combo. But, uh, yeah, so the first full day in Toronto, we went to the Hockey Hall of Fame, which is, uh, it has officially overtaken Alcatraz Island as the most interesting museum slash exhibit I've ever been to in my life. If you guys have never been to Alcatraz in San Francisco, if you ever get the chance, you have to go. It's incredible. So informative, so interesting. Um, And they do, like, guided, you know, walking... Or not, like, guided walking tours, but it's, like, a guided self-tour, so you listen. Well, look, I'm assuming nothing's changed in ten years when I say this. This is how it was ten years ago, but they just gave you headphones, and you listen to the tour as you would, you know, walk through. Um, And it was really, really cool. But the Hockey Hall of Fame... There's no, you know, listen device or anything like that. But if you are a hockey fan, you have to check it out. It is so, so cool. The history there. I mean, you learn about everything from pretty much the day the, the, day the NHL first began. All the teams, the everything that, you know, all these teams went through. Moving cities, changing names, their best players, all that sort of stuff. Um, there's a pretty prominent section that talks about the women in hockey as well, which Ooh. I thought was really cool. Uh, and it, and it features, you know, a lot of international teams and leagues. Uh, my favorite part was the interactive part, which they have like these, uh, AI stations set up basically where it's like, have you seen like those golf simulators, Joe? You hit a golf ball into a, into a giant oh. mat mm-hmm. and it shows you where the golf ball goes. Yeah. So they have that, but for hockey. Ooh. Yeah, and so they have one where you can be a goalie and one where you can be a shooter. And you oh. gotta do you gotta do both. And so the one where you're the shooter, there's a goalie in the net and you have to try and put the puck past him. Mm. I fucking sucked at that. I missed every shot and you get eight of them. <laughs> like, Ouch. Like I had I had probably three or four, three for sure, maybe four that were so close to going in. I kept going for the same spot every time and I just kept barely nicking the goalie's shoulder. Um, and that, so, yeah, that was not great for me. The goalie one, though, that one was intense, dude. So, the goalie one is really cool. So, on the mat, 
there are five little holes, like little rectangles in different spots throughout the map. And basically you watch a hockey play unfold in front of you. Mm-hmm. And you are the goalie trying to like follow the puck as it's coming from one side of the ice being passed back and forth through defenders. Like you're trying to get a, get a read on the shot. And then when the shot is taken, the puck will shoot out from one of those five sections. And not only do you have to stop the puck, but you have to figure out like what direction it's actually coming. Like what direction the shot is coming in um, when it comes out of the fucking thing. And guys, these shots come at you at like 70 to 80 miles an hour. Are you like padded? Like an No, they're goal? foam. They're foam Oh, pumps. okay. So it's not so like you could be pelted hurt. by a... Yeah, it doesn't hurt at all, and I know it doesn't hurt at all because I actually did stop one of them with, like, my full body. Um, I got in front of it, and that was the only one I stopped, though. It was also, I'm pretty sure, the slowest one. I think that one came out at maybe, like, 50 miles an hour. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) jeez. But I stopped one. (laughs) At least there's that. And it was just so cool, though. I mean, it kind of gave you, like, the, the feeling of being an actual NHL goalie, and I can't even imagine... The reflexes that you have to have. No. Like, don't get me wrong, it would have been so much easier if you had, like, a glove in one hand, like goalies actually do, instead yeah. of just holding a six. That's the only thing that they gave you. Mm-hmm. And I think I might have actually stopped a couple more, at the very least, if I'd had a glove. But, like, dude, that is a... That's a tough job. But it was such a cool feeling to, like, actually be in goal trying to stop these pucks and stop these shots from getting scored on you at one point melissa's filming from behind and a shot goes by me and i like put my arm up to try and hit it but i didn't feel it and i didn't see it behind me and i look i was like did that go in melissa goes yeah it's at your feet (laughs) so i looked down and it like bounced off the net and just rolled right in front of my feet it's like cool that's (laughs) awesome thanks that's great (laughs) um but yeah so we were at the hockey hall of fame for like Four to five hours, actually. Goddamn. Yeah. I mean, that's just how cool it was, though. The very last thing we did, they had, like, this little 20, 25-minute um, 4D movie. So you, like, sit down and... you know, Or not 4D. I think it was 3D movie. Um, so that was a, a cool little thing, too. And then also, you can go into, like, the Great Hall area, and it shows photos and, and like, a little paragraph about every uh, hockey player who's been inducted into the NHL Hall of Fame... Or the Hockey Hall of Fame... And then you also get to take your picture with the Stanley Cup. Oh, shit. And, like, when I say you get to take your picture with the Stanley Cup, you can walk right up to it. You can touch it. Like, it is right in front of you. You can look at it, read all the names, the teams, the years that they've won. You get to read all the little engravings. Yeah. God damn. It was cool. Um, Just fun fact, though, guys. If you don't know about uh, Stanley Cup lore... Um, you should never touch the cup if you have not won it because it supposedly will bring your team bad luck. So, yeah. The people in front of us had their hands, like, all over the cup and Melissa, I think, was, like, about to have an aneurysm. (laughs) But, yeah. So that was just really cool. And then after that, we went back to the hotel and we got ready for dinner because we had, like, a super nice dinner planned that night. We, We had reservations at this Chinese restaurant. Um, cause that was our actual Thanksgiving and, uh, yeah, we went there. Food was amazing. It was an expensive bill, but it's like, it was a really special occasion type of dinner, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, had a great time with that. The food there was incredible. They came and like switched your plates out after each, um, course. And it's like one of those places. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah. Really, really good shit. Uh, very full afterwards, for sure. I had some char shoe. I don't even know what that is. You you do know what it is. It's like yeah. roasted pork belly. Chinese oh. barbecue pork belly. It's like the stuff that they fill like the bao buns with a lot of the time. Ooh. Is char shoe. Yeah. And it was so tender. Like melt in your mouth. Yeah. The barbecue on it was delicious. I was, I was a very happy boy. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, and then the next day we went to Niagara Falls, mm-hmm. which is just guys, it, it's beyond gorgeous. Honestly, I didn't know this, but a lot of people, I guess, say that you should see it from the Canada side because I guess the view is better. Hmm. I can vouch for that. The view isn't just better; 
it's much better. <laughs> like, you're right there on Shit. the edge. I'm sure you saw it on some of my photo- photos from either Snapchat or my Instagram story while I was there. Yeah. I mean, it just looked like the coolest damn thing. It looks terrifying. Um, <laughs> you know what's crazy, though? So, Joe, you, you've never watched The Office, or did you... Not religiously, no. I just watched a few episodes here and there. Are you familiar with the scene? So, I never have either, but I'm familiar with the scene when Jim proposes to Pam on, like, the boat at Niagara Falls. So, they have that boat where it's, like, you can go on, you wear the ponchos, it takes you into the water. They were still doing that in late November. That's cold as shit. Yes. So fucking cold. (laughs) It was windy the day we were there, too. And so just imagine, like, you're getting bombarded by this water. Like, I was just sitting there thinking, I would not want to even risk getting my clothes wet. I don't want to be sitting there in in wet clothes in cold weather with wind. Because even in the summertime, like, that water can't be, that's fresh water. Like, that runs. Yeah. So it's cold, even in the summertime. Oh, and get this. We went back after it got dark because they do a light show at Niagara Falls and they like light it up all different colors, which again, super, super cool. It was still happening. The boat was still after the sun went at down. night. No, thank at you. Night. I literally said to Melissa, I think I actually even mentioned you, Joe. And I made a comment about like, I can't even imagine Joe being on that boat. Like, in the middle of this giant rushing water with the no. waterfall right there at night in the cold weather no. where you can't even fucking see. No. <laughs> Wouldn't be caught dead. I was like, that. imagine if the boat driver somehow got, like, turned around or something. No, thank you. Yeah, man. No. Uh, but Niagara Falls, 10 out of 10, would recommend. Absolutely gorgeous. So if you're ever in Toronto, just... Just make a make the drive. It's like an hour and a half drive. It's it's pretty short. Rent a car for a day. Not bad at all. Make sure someone has a credit card though. <laughs> Why? We had to have a credit card to rent the car since we're from America. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So. Sweet. Just make sure someone has a credit card to be safe. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, um. So yeah. So we did that, and then Saturday was like a a pretty good exploration day for us. We did just like some general walking around. Checked out some coffee shops. Um, I don't even remember, like, everything we ate on this trip. I, I really don't. And it's hard for me to, like, try and process it really quickly. <laughs> but the big thing that we did that day was um, before sundown, we went to the Toronto Islands, which is you catch a ferry, and it's, like, a 10-minute ride to the other side. And it's a small island. It's There's only, like, 750 people on the island. Damn. But there's a school there. Um, I don't know what on earth people could do for, like, work, though. I mean, it is a probably have to like. Tr- it's probably they probably have to like. I go think so. Out. I think people have to transport to and from the city. Yeah, it's probably um, like a because I know in Vancouver, Washington, like there's literally no jobs in yeah. there, but like you you'd have to like go into Portland or go into or go up or you know to actually work. Yep. Yeah. So we did that, and uh, we had like dinner at this little cafe there, and when we came back, the sun was just coming down. So from the island, you have this absolutely gorgeous view of toronto the skyline like it it looks so beautiful and as we're you know taking our ride back on the ferry we're getting all these photos and it's like oh, just such good su- such a good photo op and just like such a good view man just to see toronto like that because toronto to me feels like new york city hmm. just way less people not to say that there aren't a lot of people because there are because there are always people walking around, always people driving, always people honking. Very liberal with the honking there. <laughs> but that's that's the feel that I got when we walked around. I mean, it, it also kind of reminded me a lot of walking downtown Seattle. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, just skyscrapers everywhere, that sort of thing. That's cool. Um, which I love the big city feel. Like, yeah. that is, that's more for me. So I was about it for sure. And then our last day there... Um, we had breakfast at this, like, uh, I don't even remember what it was called, but they're really well known for their blueberry pancake stack. Damn. Was that in your... uh, your That was the very first photo. All right. Yeah, that looked delicious. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like these, it's a stack of three thick, fluffy, jiggly pancakes 
topped with fresh wild blueberries and like you know a dollop of cream Ooh, guys that might have been the best thing i ate the whole trip it looked so good it was amazing and on top of that the drink i also put the drink in there too it was a special drink that they had for the month of november it was like uh it was basically like alcoholic horchata yeah Got it was that. so good dude <laughs> i took one sip and i looked most like this reminds me of horchata and all I could think was how much you would have fucking loved that one. So that was my breakfast was blueberry pan fresh wild blueberry pancakes and basically an alcoholic horchata. Fuck off. <laughs> Goodbye. I'm logging off right now. Um, <laughs> so that was that was great. And then we just did a little bit of walking around. Went to this holiday market, like a local holiday market that was one day only while we were there. Um, got some really fun little stickers. I got a t-shirt. Melissa got some gifts for some people. Um, and then, jeez, dude. I mean, there was just so much. What did we do after that? Uh, went to another, like, uh, coffee shop. So we checked out coffee shops every day we were there. Went to this really nice bakery, which there were photos of what we got at the bakery on that there, too. so good. My, like, personal item that I got was this cronut. And it was a cronut that was filled with custard. Man. Woo, boy. I, pff, dude. No. I, yeah, I was in heaven, man. I was in the fucking heaven. Also, one of the things that we saw while we were there, Joe, I'm going to send it to you real quick because I've been holding this since I got it. Uh, we saw this plant shop while we were there. Oh, and. All I could think was, uh, well, all I could think about were your sisters. So I'm, gonna, I'm sending that to you on Snapchat right now. Sick. Um, and it was a massive plant, plant shop. Like, just so many plants and pots and all sorts of things like that. Um, oh, shit. So, yeah. Just, yeah. That's the only reason we walked in. I mean... I don't think Melissa's much of a plant person. I'm definitely not a plant person. But even I was like, damn, this is this is big. There's a lot here. Yeah, that's um, huge. And all the pots. Yeah. yeah. So I was just thinking, I was like, damn, Joe would never get out of here if you were there with your sisters. No. I would <laughs> like, be stuck there for Kinsey life. Like, that's what Kinsey and Bianca would spend their entire day doing. <laughs> a whole thing. A whole, a whole day at a plant shop. And they'd be like, listen, we're in Canada. <laughs> You can't take any of this back home. <laughs> Step out of it. Then we went to a little local bookstore. Um, and then, what was our dinner that night? Oh, yeah. Dinner that night. So you saw the cheese pull poutine with my face? Yeah. That was dinner. Nashville hot chicken poutine. Oh, that's what that was. I was like, why is there pickles on it? Yep. Pickles, coleslaw, gravy, the, the whole shebang. So good. It looks so, so good. good. Yeah. And that was the last thing I ate in Canada. And, uh, yeah, I went to bed at, like, 1.30. Woke up at 5. Um, an Uber to the airport was, like, 100 bucks. So I had to catch an Uber to the train station instead. I got off the train and arrived at the airport at 5.57. My flight stopped boarding at 6.35. Joe, I told you this story. Uh, I had to get through security and customs and then to my gate in under 40 minutes. And I made it to my gate as they called final boarding for the flight. Yeah. Like, I got there, handed them my ticket, my passport, and as I did that, the woman hopped on and and called final boarding. (sighs) So I made it. (laughs) I made it. That's all that mattered to me. Some fucking how I made it. Jesus. Fucking I was stressful, panicking. dude. Panicking. I was sprinting through the airport after I got done with security. And you know what's funny is I told the story to you and to Melissa separately. I had that story down pat clearly because one of you, my story lasted six minutes and nine seconds. And the other, the story lasted six minutes and ten seconds. You're like, here you go. Here's my monologue. <laughs> and that's what you missed last time on Glee. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, no. It was like, the whole time I was listening, I was like, Jesus Christ. I wouldn't know what I would do in that situation. I, I'd probably just curl up and die. i just accept my fate. I'd be like, well, cool. I 
I was like just so happy that I'm not a super stressed out person because I can't imagine what I would have been like or if I had been with someone who does not handle stress well like it wouldn't have been a good time yeah I feel like if and then I just would have been frustrated because I would have been like cool we made it to the fucking flight so I feel like if I'm alone in like stressful situations I could handle it pretty quickly but if I'm with somebody else in a stressful situation and they cope with that like differently than I do then it makes me stress out and then it's just chaos you know what's funny is I didn't even think about this till just now both of my international trips I barely made it back in time because of Iceland I thought we had three hours longer than we did or I thought we had two hours longer than we did only to find out that when we get to the airport we had an hour left until our flight took off and I was panicking because I'm like Oh fuck! We still have to go yeah. through security and customs. Thank God there was zero people at the airport. <laughs> that would have been so fucking bad. Oh man, I'll never. I'll. I still just can't believe no one was at the security checkpoint when we got there. Especially since we had to like literally drop off our rental car in Hoohaville and walk. Yeah. To the airport, that was annoying. Yep. And then while oh, we were walking, yeah. we we're like, "Oh my God! It, it, it is that? Oh shit! Okay, yeah. No, that was yeah." I'm still just so happy we never tried to explore that cave. I know. That would have been so bad. <laughs> we definitely would have missed our flight. <laughs> also, if we kept looking for the fucking fairy village, too. Yeah. Almost fucking popped a tire. Could you imagine if we popped a tire? Jesus Christ. Dude. No. Oh, man. Get to but the you airport. Know. You have ten minutes. <laughs> oh, sick. Nice. But hey, you know, we, we survived. We made it back to New York from Iceland. I made it back to Indy from Toronto. All's well that ends well, you know? Yep. For sure, for sure. Uh, but yeah, Toronto was super awesome. I have so, so, so many photos that I haven't even posted yet. I'll get around to posting them eventually, though, because I know my family really wants to see them. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow. But uh, yeah, that was, that was Toronto, though, guys. Good time. Sick. Sounds fucking dope. It was, yeah. Joe, I know you would love it, so you definitely got to get out there eventually. Yeah, I do. I've been wanting to go to Canada for a hot minute, so. I will say, like, I didn't really know what to expect Toronto would look like. (laughs) Didn't look anything like I thought it would. Really? I just didn't realize it was that big. Yeah, it's pretty big. I mean, Canada in general is fucking huge. I was picturing it more like Amsterdam, honestly. That's Mm. kind of what what I, like, more have in mind. Like, smaller city? Smaller big city? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. A lot more, like, open space. Yeah. Big but, streets. Yeah. But everything there is just, like... I mean, they pack, they pack those buildings in, man. Shit. Pack dude. them in, build them high. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Who'd have thunk? Goddamn. Well... But... How about, uh... How about you tell us a little bit about... You know, your, your time in Florida. Yes. It was my first time in florida so um i was not prepared for the humidity Uh, my (laughs) hair definitely wasn't and all the pictures from florida show that um but basically what happened was is i left the saturday after thanksgiving no the saturday well okay so 27th i left the night of the 27th so two days after thanksgiving I had a red eye flight, um, which departed the airport at like twelve oh five. So um, uh, I landed in Florida at around six twenty ish, and then um, my girlfriend and their dad came and picked me up from the airport. And then um, I was in like Utah cold clothes, so. I had to change into Florida hot clothes because when I landed, it was like 80 degrees. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And so I get off the the plane, uh, go to the car. We get to the place we were staying at. I run in and change. And then we immediately leave for Epcot, um, which is part of Disney. Never knew that in my life. But then again, I never knew what the fuck most things were. Anyway, so we get there. And the the amount of land that Disney owns in Florida is absolutely insane. Do you know there's like literally a community inside Disney? 
the Disney thingy. You can literally pay to live there, and it's like fucking millions of dollars, and the HOA fee is like $28,000 a year. It's not a month. I'm sorry, $28,000 a year in yeah. HOA fees? Yeah, it's like 2k a month. More, more. Oh, boy. Anyway, so I was like, holy shit, okay, cool. I mean, I guess you pay what you pay when it comes to living on Disney property. Sure, whatever. Um, they also have a man-made lake that looks like a Mickey Mouse head. But, naturally, they would. Anyway, so we get to Epcot, and um, first thing we go on is there's a new ratatouille ride in france so we went there um and then after that we kind of just wandered around looking for things and then we started to eat around the world um because we couldn't drink around the world um but thank god because i feel like if i would have had a sip of alcohol i would have just crumbled to the ground because i was so tired (laughs) but i surprisingly lasted i literally lasted off of three hours of sleep um because i slept only a little bit on the plane on and off so we'll just call it three hours and we didn't get home until like 11 11 i think the first day because there was so dead dude yeah not only that but so okay so we did epcot right we did the whole thing we ate around the world i gotta tell you this though because i okay so listen i love disney so much disney is awesome Love it with my life. Super great. Okay. Um, I was never the kid who ever wanted to meet characters at Disney. Um, unless it was Belle. That's the only person I ever cared about. But there was uh, this one point where it was getting like towards the evening. And Lydia's dad went to go grab something um, back at the place we were staying at. And so we we're like, oh, what do we do to kill time? while we wait for him and they had a meet and greet with Anna and Elsa um and it literally said like a 15 minute wait and we're like okay cool we can just run and do this and then find something else to do right so we get in and the line looks like super fucking short okay it look looks short as shit so we get in line and then all of a sudden like we don't move like we're not moving at all and we're like what the fuck is going on the only reason why we're moving is because people started like exiting the line and we're Uh like we've been waiting here for like a long ass time like what is going Mm -hmm. on so finally like we get inside because the line was like outside a little bit and then you go inside this house and then go to the meet and greet and we'd been waiting for probably about 30 minutes at this point and the line just stops completely and we're like do we wait here? Do we turn around? Like, what do we do? And Lydia's sister was all like, well, we're here right now. Like, let's just stay. And at this point, I'm just like, just no. No thanks, but we do. We stay, right? And again, two more families exit, so the line moves. But again, that's the only reason why the line's moving, because people are leaving, because it's definitely a lot fucking longer than 15 minutes, right? So we're like, let's just go. Like, what's the point? Anyway, so I think almost an hour in in this line okay they finally like some some person leaves a fat like the family in front of us leaves we're like second in line ish mm-hmm. at this point family in front of us leaves and we're like do you know what's going on and they're like oh they're saying that they, there's something wrong with the characters which they're live people you know what i mean and i was like what's wrong with the characters is somebody having a fucking diva breakdown is somebody like late to their switch out shift like what the fuck is going on anyway so they leave and literally like five minutes later they're like okay guys we um we're good to go like come on in you know i was like you're shitting my dick so we literally waited in line for like fucking hour to meet on an elsa and i was like what the shit damn i was just like i don't even like frozen and i was waiting in this hour like in line for like an hour to go hi and pose for a picture no thank you (laughs) anyway that was probably my least favorite thing that happened that whole trip but um then you know we went on uh some rides we went on the frozen ride that was super fun actually i did enjoy that it's like a water ride but it also like goes backwards at one point and then you get splashed anyway so that was really fun um 
we had the like Disney photo pass so we had to like we like went around and kind of just like um, they take you free pictures or whatever at Disneyland so you can like go and post your picture and then they upload it to the Disney app and then you can just go and download your pictures um, okay. so if you're you going to, to be pay for that yeah but I didn't pay oh. for it um, if you get the Disney photo pass, I think it's like 200 bucks. So it's not cheap, but it's worth it because they're all professional photographers and all the things are free and you get to have pictures in literally all the points of uh, Disney World. So anyway, uh, at the very end, Epcot always does a fireworks show. Like literally every night they do a fireworks show. And I was like, what the fuck? How much fireworks budget is? That's what me and Lydia were talking about. We're like, how much does that fucking cost? Because we were like saying like, just to buy a little pack of fireworks for the 4th of July is like a hundred something dollars. Know what I mean? And that's just like a little one. Like I can't even imagine what like they're spending like every night to have like professional giant ass fireworks shoot for like thirty minutes every single. Anyway, yeah. it was crazy, but it was cute. Well, it when, made me when cry. Disney, you have you have unlimited money. Yeah, fucking facts though. Fucking facts. But yeah, uh, made me cry a little bit. But the only reason why it made me cry is because at one point they played "Go the Distance" from Hercules, which if you know me, you know that that song just like never play it around me because I will cry every single time I hear it so they play a little portion of that I was like oh my god no anyway the fireworks show ends we go home and then we have to wake up at seven the next day I get zero sleep because the next day is universal bitch wait what time did you actually go to bed like 12 ish I think so it's not terrible but again I'm running off of three hours of sleep Okay. Yeah. So I want I want the slumber, but I can't have it. No slumber for me. So. Seven a.m. Not only that, but like my so everybody oh. got their own rooms, right? So me and my girlfriend had our own room, but um. Oh, that's why you don't get a lot of sleep. <laughs> no, because guess what? There were two twin beds in the room. So we didn't even get to share. Well, just kidding. We still shared one of the twin beds. We're like, no, no, the fuck not. We haven't seen each other for like two and a half weeks. Like we're sleeping in the same bed. Wow. So we shared a twin bed. Their dad noticed at one point and and he was like, how does that, how does that work? And we were like, squish. Could could you guys have not just like pushed the two twins together? No, because they were like in there. But I mean, like, could you have just taken the mattresses out and put them on the floor? No, the room was really fucking small. Anyway, so, um, yeah, and the next day was Universal, and I am obsessed. Actually, I'm obsessed with Universal. I like it so much better. Maybe that's because I wasn't running around and we had a three-day pass because we did it for three days. Mm -hmm. Could be. So, it might be because, but we did, we, their family. You guys did Universal for three days. Well, yeah, for the first day, we stayed open to close. And then the next two days, we just had time to kill in between certain things, so we just, just went there. I guess, like, I'm just, I just mean it like that, because I would have thought that you guys would have done, like, three days at Disney, because I know that Lydia's family just loves Disney. Yeah, well, we did two days at Disney, three days at Universal. Okay. It's just cheaper to buy a three-day pass other than a two-day pass, and we figured since we didn't have to go to the airport to, like, four the very last day, that we could kill some time at Universal if we wanted to. Yeah. So... Um, basically, the uh, my girlfriend's family—they're park closers. Never have I ever dated anybody who's a park closer. But then again, I've only dated a couple people. But never have I ever ever thought that I would be part of a family who are park closers who literally go from open to close. Open to close. My feet <laughs> want to murder me. Joe, what kind of shoes did you bring on? Vans, trip? because they're the only shoes I own. Why? It was so dumb, Cameron. Isn't so this dumb. what you did in London, too? It might be, but I got a blister. You also got a blister the first day in London. Probably. I remember, because you told me about this. Yeah. So you're, like, walking on fucking cobblestone the whole time. And it was either Vans or Converse, so I'm sure it was Vans. Yeah. Guess what? The second pair of shoes I brought was Converse, actually. <laughs> what Vans the fuck, Josette? Why not just get, like... You know, See, you know you're going to be doing that much walking. I told my girlfriend, I was like, we need to invest in Dr. Scholl's, Dr. what is it? Yeah, Dr. Scholl's. We need to invest in that and a good pair of tennis shoes. Because I'm not doing this again because they also brought Vans. So we're both fucking idiots. But Vans are cute, all right? Lydia so, is dumber than you are then. Yeah. <laughs> Lydia for sure knows that's 
how things go. 100%. 100%. They didn't even warn Lydia, me. Not Lydia's even not even allowed. Lydia's not even allowed to complain about their feet hurting. No. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, so we went to Universal, um, which, yeah, again, fucking awesome. Their parents are obsessed with Harry Potter, so naturally that's the first place we hit. We went to Diagon Alley, which I didn't know, but Universal is two different parks. You can either pay for both of them or one section and then if you pay for both you can travel between both sections like you can go to rides on both um didn't know that was a thing but that's cool to know um but they have the hogwarts express which takes you from one park to the other or you can just walk but we took the hogwarts express every time because less walking for sure. you know um but yeah because they have king's cross station there that you can mm-hmm. actually like go to like it's a little like you know, it's King's Cross, and they scan your tickets at the front. It's super cute. And then you go to Hogwarts Express, and you can see the train pull up, and then you go in the train, and then you go across the train. And then you exit Hogsmeade, which is, like, the town inside Hogwarts where Hogwarts is, right? So they have Diagon Alley, but then they also have Hogsmeade, and that's where the school is. Um, so uh, it, at actual, uni- like, uh, Diagon Alley, I think they only have one ride there. They have one ride there because it's mostly just for stores, that part. Yeah. Because that's where you can... I mean, you can get butterbeer at both, but it's, like, more of an experience at Diagon Alley. And then, you know. Anyway. So, we got butterbeer. They serve it four different ways. You can... Four? Five (laughs) different ways. You can get butterbeer in five different ways. You can get it hot, like a hot chocolate kind of situation, but it's butterbeer. You can get it hot. You can get it regular. So it's just like the soda with the foam, you know. Uh, you can get it uh, slushy form, frozen. They call it frozen butterbeer. But that one's my favorite. That's fucking good. That's And we got like probably five of those the entire time that we were there. <laughs> you can get it frozen. You can get it in ice cream form, which is so good. Ooh. So good. Or you can get it in custard form, which is also really good. So they have it in like a little custard jar Dang. and you can eat it. And it has like little whipped cream on top. Delicious delicious anyway okay so um naturally we tried all all the different forms of butterbeer but they also have pumpkin juice which is also from harry potter naturally um which also tastes pretty okay very pumpkiny but good but good you know um so we had that um and then uh we went from diagon alley to hogsmeade um and we went on the Hagrid ride, the new ride that they have over there, where you can ride Hagrid's like motorbike, zoom zoom. But it's a, oh, okay. but it's a, it's a, it's a roller coaster. Yeah. Um, one thing I've noticed Disney compared to Universal, obviously they're different, but Universal has more like three D rides, like hmm. virtual rides. Yeah. And Disney like has like you ride sit there rides. And it, like- moves you back and forth yeah like thing, it's instead of going on a track. full of those which half of them are total yeah. shit by the way i <laughs> the worst ride that i had been on that whole entire trip was the fast and furious ride which fast and furious i'm not like a terribly huge fan of the franchise but i enjoy them they're fun especially the first couple ones first few ones mm. but this ride sucked ass cameron sucked absolute ass so you're in this car right and you are pretending to hide from the cops and you're like oh my gosh blah blah blah, blah. The worst ride. Because the whole time, again, you're pretending to hide from cops because the people in Fast Furious are darn doing legal shit, right? So you just sit there in the car as you watch, like, Dom and some people do some monologues. And they're like, run! And you're like, oh no! And the car goes, and you're like, oh! Lasted two seconds, and at the end, Dom's like, oh my god, you're my family. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. This was the worst ride I've ever fucking been on. (laughs) Anyway... It was terrible. It was terrible. They have a Transformers ride, which is, it was a lot better. I liked that one. It was very bumpy. Lydia hated it because at one point you, like, go through, like, this grinder thing and it goes, you know. But I thought that was okay. It was pretty decent. Um, anyway, back to Hogsmeade. So we go on Hagrid's ride. That's the longest line I'd waited in, like, the entire trip. We waited in line for an hour and 20 minutes. Um, super fucking long because at that point, like, my feet had been dying from the day before. And so to stand in line for like an hour and, and 20 minutes, murder myself, murder, dead. But it was so worth it. That ride was so much fun. And we went on it twice 
not in a row. We went on it once that day and once the second day. Um, but yeah, so we went on the that ride and then we went to the ride that's in actual Hogwarts, the actual Hogwarts school, which like takes you throughout like the school and you see the spider's oh, nest cool. and a spider jumps at you and Lydia freaked out and I closed my eyes and then you see like the basilisk and then they have a, it's what you call it, Gryffindor ride. It's not Gryffindor. What is the, the bird that Sirius Black rides that Harry? I know exactly what you're talking about, but yeah. Yeah, that bird, that bird. Um, you go on a ride, it's literally for children, but we went on it anyway. Last two seconds. And is it called a griffin? No, it's like, well, it's, it's not a griff. It's like, it's Muckbeak, whatever he is. Yeah, but I thought it was Buckbeak. Buck, yeah, whatever his fucking name is, but it's not. It's yeah. not a griffin. It's like ride of the. Hmm. It's a, I know, I know what you're talking about. It's a about, hippogriff. Though. Ha! Ah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. there we go. Anyway, they also had, you know, like in the movies where it's like, something wicked this way comes. When the choir sings, they have the mm-hmm. choir performing with the little toads, like they do in the movie, mm-hmm. but they sang Christmas songs. It was adorable. And then <laughs> they had the um, uh, the Tales of Bandersnatch, whatever the fuck, you know, that storybook yeah. or whatever. They yeah. had that, but they told a tale of the Deathly Hallows, but they did it in puppets. So they had puppets of like the three brothers, and Death was like giant. He was like, whew a big looming thing and they did it and it sounds really cool it's really cool and it's just as creepy as it is in the movies because i always hated that part of the movies because i hate puppets they creep me out puppets creep me the fuck out so to watch it live i was like (laughs) they also made it a little bit more graphic than they do in the movie um which was very interesting to me because i was like there's literally kids everywhere but okay um but yeah they told the tale of the three brothers and deathly Hallows and all that shit it was really fun to see um and then so real quick um i actually really want to know about this like christmas party thing that you went to uh yes that is that is on the third day on the okay. third day of christmas um i will get to that after i tell you about this because i was really pissed about it so in universal they have a jurassic park section and i love jurassic park like it's my shit i love dinosaurs so we go to jurassic park and they have a new velocicoaster so it's like a velociraptor roller coaster ride and so mm-hmm. we get there, and it's like a 15-minute wait, and we're like, oh, fuck, what a steal. Because what we found out at Universal is if the sign says 10 to 15 minutes, it's a walk-on. So we're like, oh, shit, we can just walk on on this ride. And we're like, fuck, yeah. So we get to Velocicoaster, it's like 15 minutes, so we get up there, like, literally, like, towards the front of the line, okay? And then they go, we're experiencing technical difficulties, and we're like, okay, we'll just, I guess, wait it out. I mean, we haven't waited at all, like, might as well. And so we wait, like, I think it was about 10-ish minutes, and then they're like, okay, we're back up and running, you know, and so we go, we're the next people, the next people to get on the ride, and it shuts down again, and we're like, cool, sick, so what do we do? Like, do we wait here a little bit longer? And so we're like, okay, well, maybe we'll wait, see what happens, and so we waited about five minutes, and then they closed the ride. They're like, sorry, this ride has been closed. So they gave everybody who was waiting in line... Or like close to the front of the line, fast passes. So that's how we got on Hagrid's twice because we were able to nice. use a fast pass. So we only waited for I think twenty minutes the second time we went on, even though it was a two hundred minute wait when we went that's that day. That's so crazy that like a fast pass you still have to wait twenty minutes. Yeah. And technically, Hagrid's doesn't even have a fast lane, like an express lane. So they literally mm-hmm. like you t- go in through the exit, and they like tell people to stop moving and let you in in front of them and i was like i would hate if i was in line for 200 minutes close to the front and somebody's like sorry this party of fucking seven is gonna walk in front of you real quick also you will never catch me waiting for a ride for over three hours that's what i thought too but i was just like waiting in line like i was like this is crazy because if you're gonna be at a park all day that's no wonder why they're clo- open to close because, like, that's how long you have to be there in order to yeah. experience, like, four fucking things. Anyway. I just, I just feel like if you go to a, an amusement park or something like that, the majority of your day shouldn't have to be spent standing up. Yeah, fucking and that's literally all it is. It's kind of Like, there's got to be a better system that someone can come up with or... Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah. No, there really does have to be. Um... But yeah, so that was that was that day, and then they also do a small firework show. Nothing like Disney, obviously, but they do like a small thing, and then we went home. Um, and then the next day we went to Universal again. Same old business, same old shit. Um, and then we came home, took a nap because everybody was fucking exhausted, and then we woke up, got ready for the Christmas party. And then so the Christmas party, how that works is in order to 
So Disney will only be open to like regular people from open to six. Um, but people who have the because the Christmas party starts at seven, but people who bought the Christmas party tickets are able to go in at four. So we went in. So we got there at like three thirty, so we could get there, get in by four, um, and um, yeah. So anybody so they start weeding out people so you have to have a certain wristband in order to like show that you're part of the christmas party so they start weeding out people that don't have that so the park is empty except for all the people that bought tickets to the christmas party so i think the longest time we ever had to wait in a line was like 20 minutes so not bad at all so we were able to go on pirates of the caribbean they have like jack sparrow (laughs) and like all the things in there it was pretty fucking dope um we got we went on jungle cruise which is also really fun they like christmas christmasified it um went on um shit the classic one the one that everybody's like oh it's the space roller coaster oh space Mountain. there we go thank you space mountain went on that they have a new tron ride which wasn't open yet but i we were able to like look at it and it's really cool because it looks like the bikes and everything's like lit up it looks like it's going on a track so i'm really fucking excited for when that one opens because bet your ass we'll be going back so (laughs) um we were able to see that and then lydia was just taking around to like telling me about you know all the stuff that they used to go on when they were like little and blah 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 we went on like a the Snow White ride, which is one of Lydia's favorites, and Big Rock Candy Mountain, but it's not called that. It's, like, Big Rock something, something. Um, anyway, that's Lydia's favorite ride at, at the Magic Kingdom. But Lydia's favorite place in Disney World is Animal Kingdom, and we didn't get to go there. We only went to Epcot and Magic Kingdom, because that's where the Christmas party was. But yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we went on, like, all the rides, pretty much. Like all of them, That's the only one, nice. yeah, the only one we didn't go on was Splash Mountain because it was nighttime. Um, but uh, then we later found out it was kind of sad that we didn't go on it because this was the last year that it's going to be called Splash Mountain because they're turning it into a Princess and the Frog ride. Yep. So I will never have, I, could, I can never say that I went on Splash Mountain, unfortunately. Um, we did go on It's a Small World, and I regret that entirely because it's literally a twenty-five minute ride and it's the same song over and over again, and they switch up languages. Holy shit, I didn't know it was just that long. It's so long, so long. And you just stare into these dead eyes of these dolls, and you're like, what the Man. fuck is this? It doesn't make any sense, and I'm pretty sure half those dolls are possessed. They've got to be. It's fucking weird. Um, so we went on It's a Small World. We went on Haunted Mansion. Didn't like that one either. But yeah, we went on, like, all the fucking rides um, because there yeah, was, like, no awesome. way to get in. But it was really fun, and then they did, like, a giant fireworks show and then a parade, um, and then they closed the park at 12, so... Um, and then you guys bounced the next day, pretty much, right? Yeah. So the closed park at 12, we got nice. home at like 2.30. Um, then in the morning, we went back to Universal, rode some more rides, um, got to the airport. And um, we went into the airport, and um, Lydia had switched their seat next to mine because there was a free seat next to me because I was sitting alone in like a row. And Lydia was sitting next to like their sister and brother-in-law. And I was like, let's just switch next to me, obviously. So they switched next to me. And um, then our flight was delayed by an hour. So we had to, like, wait in the thing. But when our our flight got delayed, we didn't notice. Our seats changed. So they separated us, which was so dumb. They switched everybody on the plane. They, like, put, like, people everywhere. I wonder if they had to get a new plane. Maybe. I don't know. I didn't see that. But, yeah, so they switched everyone, and so Lydia got pissed. Like, they went up to the counter, like, as we were supposed to be boarding, right? And Because we had to, like, wait for, like, a few people to sort their shit out in front of us. So, literally, they were, like, last call boarding as we were, like, as we are at the counter. And Lydia was like, listen, I switched my seat here. Well, I wanted to sit next to her. What happened? Why did we get switched? Like, Lydia, they were they were pissed and lady was obviously done with life and i felt so bad because i was like we should have said like thank you or like been nicer to her or something like oh my god like you're doing such a great favor but she like sat us like there were two seats like in the very back of the plane she's like just go sit there like i switched you we're like thank you and so we like walk on the plane and walk all the way to like the back or whatever and pack up and then yeah we went home um and then the next morning i woke up and i went to work Fun stuff. Super great. Just so wonderful. That's awesome. No, I'm happy to hear you had such a great trip because I know this is kind of the first time you've gotten to do something like that. Yeah. No, it was super fun. Um, And you didn't have to worry about paying for anything. No. That was the nicest part. I spent none of my own money because I had um, gift cards. 
And then everything else is pay for me. So. Yeah. Well, that's pretty sweet, dude. Yeah. I'm happy to hear that it was a very good time. Yes. Um, Guys, I was going to tell you about jury duty, but we're already at like over an hour right now. Um, so let's save jury duty for next week. That'll be something to talk about. Jury duty. Yeah, I have literally nothing exciting happening this next week, so that'll be that'll be a good time. Joe also just texted me and said that she needs to pee really badly. I do. I need to go to bathroom so bad. And also, I had plans like 10 minutes ago, so... Oh, yeah, shit. It's, yeah, 11, <laughs> I also need to leave. Um, but, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed. If you guys have any questions about, you know, uh, doing stuff in Toronto... Or, obviously, Universal or Disney World, uh, feel free to hit us up. Yeah. Because I'm sure that I can... I'm sure Josette wouldn't mind, you know, talking I'm an expert now. I was shown the ropes by professionals. (laughs) Season And I definitely wouldn't have any problem uh, helping people out with anything they want to know about Toronto. So, on that, though, guys, we'll go ahead and wrap this up. So, thank you guys for listening. Uh, That does it for episode... I don't even know, I but have, three away from the yeah, end. So only only two more left after this, though. Sick. But, uh, Joe, take us out. Yeah. Again, thank you all for listening. And remember, two can keep a secret. If one of them is dead. <laughs>